0: The Professionals of Professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Lahr. Your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge. And now a man who needs no introduction, Lewis. Hey, welcome to another edition. It's Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live. Back at you for another podcast, another conversation, reaching around the world to help you become the best version of yourself. Welcome to the program. If you are a first time listener, thank you for joining us for practical, principled, tech-edge driven conversation, just like our announcer, Khan, introed us. Like to keep it real, like to create takeaways and make it something that you can use today. This is our 10th plus year of producing podcasts. We've got over 500 shows in the library. We are preparing for a new worldwide launch of Lewis Howard Live. So you wanna stay tuned from that. We're gonna go to video. We're gonna be doing some cool things. And of course, my upcoming book, Holding Steady in Unsteady Times, title of the book is Hold Your Crown. Staying Steady in Unsteady Time. That will be out later this year on Amazon Books. And I couldn't have done it without the support of the thousands of listeners who listen but also demonstrate that sharing is caring by telling a friend about the show. Today, we're going to talk about what holds your attention or what diverts your attention. What is your life distraction? I'm a car guy. Tell you from a story of being a car guy. I'm a car guy and I love nice vehicles when I best I can afford and one of the things about having a nice vehicle is the music. Love the music. And, of course, now, navigation. So those are two big things that are big when you have a vehicle that you really like is how's the navigation and, of course, how is the music? I follow a lot of remodeling programs on television with cars. One of my favorite right now is West Coast Customs. And one of the big things, whether they're doing a car for a janitor, a CEO, or a celebrity, is always the music. So being a car guy, gotta have good music and I gotta have G Pets, right? And driving around and doing those things. Is fun until you're driving certain people around. So the first example is backseat drivers. You ever had someone that is a backseat driver? You've been driving longer than they've been driving, but they're trying to tell you how to drive. Speed up. Slow down. Turn here. You missed a turn. Why are you riding so close? Why are you riding so far? Back seat drivers don't you want to just stop and kick them out the car can't kick mom out the car but boy you hate backseat drivers because they're a distraction because after a while you start to pay attention to what they're saying or what you think they're gonna say and now your attention is diverted from the road backseat drivers are no bueno right I grew up in a time before they had navigation And so backseat drivers were the navigation. They just insisted on trying to drive from the backseat or the side seat of the car. So that can create a distraction and it can divert your attention. The other person that's really good at doing this is people who are backseat DJs. So I bought a SUV, cool SUV, had 20s on it. It was tricked out, had the videos, had the subs, had it going on. I bought it from an NBA guy, so it was already custom out. And so I'm driving down the street, had some people in the car. We were going over to look at some property and do some deals. And I've never ridden in the backseat of the car. And so I'm going along and all of a sudden I got the tunes just the way I like them. You ever have the music set, the treble and the bass is set just the way you like it and how you like to drive? So I'm driving along and all of a sudden the music changes. All of a sudden it's skipping stations and I'm like, what's going on? And it's moving and I'm going, whoa, this is kind of crazy. I'm going to have to take this vehicle back, right? So it stops and then a few minutes later the CD's on and it's shuffling songs and I'm going, whoa, this is crazy. And I'm apologized. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with the thing. And then it kept going. And then I looked in my rearview mirror and I saw the giggles, right? They thought it was funny that they were distracting me and changing the station. So I stopped the vehicle and I turned around to them and I says, I am the driver. You are a passenger. Therefore I am the DJ, not you. Leave the music alone. Put the music down, right? Sometimes you got to do that with people because they're backseat DJing. They they like the tunes they like. They don't care what your comfort level is or how you're driving. They are distracting you. And that's the way it is in life is you got people that are backseat drivers to your life. People want to tell you what to wear, how to dress. I don't like that shirt. Change this. I had someone yesterday, we're sitting in a meeting, and they said, hey, you should go buy a flannel shirt. And I said, you should come up with another idea because that is not happening. So there's always people that want to tell you. How to do certain things. Now, these are funny examples that I'm picking about backseat DJs and, and backseat drivers because we're all can relate to that. But there are things in life that really can be distracting to you and can really affect your attention. So we're going to talk about some of those things on the program today, just so you can get an idea of how easily distracted we can become. Like a mom trying to drive down the street with screaming kids in the back. It's hard to focus on what's ahead when you're hearing what's behind you or what's behind you is affecting what's ahead of you. If I got a backseat DJ, they are affecting the music. They're affecting what I want to hear. Do not change my music. Leave my music Alone. It's part of my Zen, part of my focus. And if you are a backseat driver, don't want you riding with me. But really, the principle is distraction. It can be a distraction to you when you've got people speaking in your ear, talking to you, giving you directions, giving you ideas. And so that's what I want to break down on the show really about what is affecting your attention. What is distraction to you and what does distraction really mean? And so in our next episode, our segment, I'm going to talk about really what is a distraction? How is that word defined? How did that word even come to be? I think some of you are going to be surprised at how the word distraction Became to be and it probably is not what you're thinking. So we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to jump into defining Distraction defining attention Diverters that can affect your goal your mission your plan Your rest, your job, and any other thing it can get its arms around. Hey, you're listening to Lewis Howard Live. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break, give a shout out to our sponsors, and we'll be right back after these messages. The Millionaire Club Charity is one of Seattle's oldest existing charities. In addition to job placement and employment services, the Millionaire Club provides job training and licensing to help workers become qualified and job-ready, from nutritious meals and sack lunches to housing assistance to stabilize their lives. Despite its name, the donors to the Millionaire Club are ordinary citizens with a desire and passion to help fellow citizens overcome the barriers of employment and housing. For more information, call 206-728-JOBS. Or go to MillionaireClub.org. Hey, thanks for joining. This is Lewis Howard Live. Thank you for being part of the conversation. We're talking about distraction. And if you missed the first opening segment, I gave the example of backseat drivers, backseat DJs, uh, changing your music, deciding that they want to hear rock when you want to hear slow jams, changing your channel, changing your station, diverting Your attention where you can't keep your eyes on the road because you are affected by what's going on behind you. The term distraction. Let's talk about that because we use that word distraction, right? We hear distracted drivers. Right. Uh, Where I live in Seattle area, you know, they'll give you a hundred dollar ticket if they catch you being distracted by being on your cell phone or holding a cell phone in your hand or doing something while you should be paying attention to the road. So that's what they call distraction. But you'll be surprised to know that distraction is actually a French term. It came from the French and the French used to use it as a form of torture and punishment. So back in the day, way back. This is how they practice distraction. This is what they do. They would take each of your limbs, tie them to four different horses and give the signal that the horses are to take off pulling you in four different directions at the same time. Now I'll leave the rest to your imagination. If four horses go four different ways with you tied to them, what's probably going to happen to you. Okay. That was the French version of distraction they call it quartering others call it death by dismemberment but the French had another word for it they called it distraction so what is distraction it's when things are pulling you in multiple different directions at the same time you got your wife speaking to you got the kids yelling to you got the boss yelling to you you got the guy in traffic yelling at you you got all these different things coming at you at the same time. In our modern day right here as I'm doing this show, we have pandemics coming at you, COVID-19, six feet apart, wearing masks. We have political fighting, infighting going on. We got Tesla stock. How high will it go? Will it go to 4,000? We're watching that. And of course, our own health and work and business all happening at the same time. Time. Now, most people believe that they are multitaskers. They're not. That's a nice euphemism for I'm distracted because anytime you're trying to do four things at one time and go four different directions and we're not designed to do that, something is going to fall apart or get pulled apart, right? We see it over life where somebody is good at work, but home life is terrible. They're good at home, but work life is bad. So trying to get your life to line up where things are not pulling you apart is quite the challenge. Reality is we live in a life of distractions and that's the way it is. So we can't get rid of the distraction. So the show is not really trying to tell you how to get rid of attention diverters or get rid of distraction. But you have to learn how to manage that because it doesn't matter what the distraction is. I'm in charge of how I respond to the distraction. Like I said at the outset with the backseat DJs, I decided how I was going to respond to that, pulling the vehicle over and letting them know that as the driver, I'm the DJ. I'm in charge of how the music goes, not you. Okay? so sometimes we have to let our distractors know that, hey, I'm in charge of my time, not you. I'm in charge of what I wear, not you. I'm in charge of my schedule and when I eat and where I go because life will suddenly tell you when to get up. It's interesting to me that I'm a odd eater. So I may eat lunch at two o'clock. I may eat it at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I eat lunch anytime I get hungry. So that's kind of what dictates when I eat. But I know most of America eat lunch between 1130 and one o'clock. How do I know that? Because that's the busiest time in the day. When you go into a restaurant, there are lines. Because people get there and they're trying to get their lunch, chow down and get back to work. Well, who told them that Well, their their schedule tells them that, right? Their boss tells them that the company tells them that. So who's in charge of their time? Is it really them or is it really the company? So you have to decide who's in charge of my attention, who's in charge of my time. I heard Gary Keller say this, and Gary Keller is the CEO of Keller Williams Real Estate. He said, until your one thing is done, everything else is a distraction. Think about that. Unless you are accomplishing the one thing that you want to do that day, that week, that month, that year, everything else is a distraction until you get that done. If I'm trying to lose 20 pounds and that's my one thing, then every time they open up a Krispy Kreme donut shop right around my house, that's a distraction. Every time I'm sitting with one of my friends and they're eating some crispy Fried Chicken that just come out the deep fryer, that's a distraction. Okay? So we have those distractions. Now, I can't run off my friend with the chicken. I can't tell Krispy Kreme to shut down the store, but I have to decide how I'm going to handle that distraction. There's no such thing as I hear people say this all the time. I didn't have any other choice. Right. So therefore, I ate at the Krispy Kreme donut shop. You always have a choice. You may not like what the choice is, but you have a choice. So really it's about managing the distractions so it doesn't tear you apart. Right. Uh, We can't stop COVID-19. We can't stop the pandemic and it affects each of us differently, but each of us has to decide how do we respond to this pandemic? How much information do I need to know about it in order to make a wise decision about my life, my family's life, my business every single day. I don't need to know everything. So therefore, I don't need to watch eight hours of television on the latest information on COVID. I don't need to watch eight hours of Amy Barrett confirmation hearing to know whether she's a good judge or a bad judge. I just don't need that. Right. I got other things to do. Number one. But two, that's not my business. And I don't need to know. And deep dive into something that's really not my concern. Those are unnecessary distractions that we inflict on our own self, unnecessary things that divert. Our attention. So, hopefully, you get a perspective that a distraction is not just some passive thing that happens to you. It is a thing that comes to you, but there's a certain level of control and response that you should be able to have when you're dealing with a dis- distractions. Okay. One of the biggest distractions is the mobile smartphone cell phone. Okay. Big distraction. And here's why because most people think that every time the phone rings, you need to pick it up. Most people think every time you need to get you get a text, I got to respond. But I've learned over the years, especially being involved in multiple business and having hundreds of people that like to call me with very unusual, simple questions on a daily basis. I've learned one thing. I'm in control of my time. And just because the phone rings does not mean I got to pick it up. I don't need to check Facebook every five minutes to see if I got another like. I don't need to find out on Instagram three times a day if I got another follower. I don't need to do that. I don't need that distraction. Because once I go into that, usually you don't just look and shut it off. Now you spend a few minutes scrolling up and down, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You have to learn how to stop scrolling, put the thing down and go on about your business. I don't need to return every text that comes to me. I'll get to it a little bit later. I need to avoid those distractions because then if I respond to every call, every text, every Facebook post, every Instagram post, what am I getting done in the other areas? I'm not distracted. Right. I remember as a kid, you're doing homework. And what would your mom tell you? Turn off the television, turn off the phone, put down the music until you get done. Why did they tell you that? Because they didn't want those unnecessary distractions interfering with you studying the subject that was at hand. So you could go to school the next day and turn in your report. If I'm sitting there listening to prints for eight hours and watching the television and I'm taking every phone call, how much am I getting done? Right. It's reality because I've allowed that distraction to pull me in a different direction. Now it's impacted me in another direction. So this is distraction. And this is what happens. So when we come back, we'll take a quick break. and we come back, we're going to talk about a few people, different types of people, and what they can do to distract you. Thanks for joining the conversation today. You're listening to Lewis Howard Live. We're going to take a quick break. Give a shout out to our sponsors. We'll be right back after these messages. Hello. New Home Council at TheNewHomeCouncil.com is an independent team of industry professionals working together to meet the changing needs of the new home building industry through education, promotion, and recognition. With over 900 members strong, The New Home Council is passionate about being a resource for builders and all professionals in the new home industry and their success. Become a member today and help support this great cause by going to the TheNewHomeCouncil.com to learn more. That's the TheNewHomeCouncil.com. Hey, this is Lewis Howard live. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you for staying on the program with us. Hey, we have had over 100,000 downloads of the show, and we so appreciate that. Uh, we're on 15 different platforms, and uh, we're reaching seven different countries around the world. We're number five on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, with all of that, you know what I really appreciate? I appreciate each one of you that we can give you one thought, one idea That can make a difference in your business, your relationship, your family, your health, your wealth and your life journey. That probably means the most to me. And so I appreciate the feedback, the comments. And we're going to do some things to enhance the show, to give you more interaction, activity, opportunity. We're going to go video. We're going to do some cool stuff with it. So as I said at the outset, stay tuned to that. And of course, the number three book coming out. Hold your crown, staying steady, and unsteady time will be on Amazon this fall, and you'll be able to get your copy of the book. And if you are a listener, might give you a discount. So hit me up, let me know. We might give you the special hookup, the brother-in-law deals we call it. And uh, want you to get that book because it talks about the COVID, the pandemic, all the sudden changes, life events. Interruptions and things that are happening, and you got to stay steady in that. Today, we're talking about distractions. What holds your attention? What distracts you? And how do you handle distractions? Because we can't necessarily rid ourselves of distractions. We have to make a business decision or a life decision as to how we. Handle it. I realize I cannot respond to every email, every phone call, every text, because that's all I would be doing all day long. I cannot go to every meeting, every invitation. Right now we're on Zoom and Teams. I don't know about you, but I probably have 30 meetings a week between Microsoft Teams and Zoom. You can't get to everything. So then we're doing this, but productivity Goes down. I want to spend some time doing things like I love, like cooking, golfing, tennis, having fun, resetting, doing those kinds of things as well. Life was not built just to work. It wasn't built just to be on the grind. It was built to rest and enjoy yourself, to have a sabbatical in between where you are. So, people, as we talk about in this segment here, is One of our biggest sources of distractions. I work in the people business and I have for 20 plus years. And people are the best thing about most of my business and people are the worst thing about most of the business because people can add to you, subtract from you, multiply you, or divide. But at the end of the day, people can be big distractions. So as we wrap up today, I want to give you uh, probably four or five examples that I deal with and maybe you deal with in your own life, in your own business about certain people distractions, right? Number one, people distraction, always having a comment about something you are doing. We've moved to the culture right now where nobody really even has an opinion anymore. They just got a comment. You post something on Facebook People don't even know the backstory on it and they have a comment. One of my least favorite things and the easy way for me to block or delete somebody is when I post something and they come along with a comment that is totally opposite of what I posted, not even trying to accomplish that. They got some other music playing in their head and they're going to jump on my page and comment on that. That becomes a distraction to the whole point I'm trying to make. Right. So people like to jump into your Kool-Aid, right? They like to jump into your pool with their comments. And the problem is, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know what their issues are. I don't know what their trauma and drama is. But all of a sudden now I'm distracted by what they've said. Right. Or what they've questioned. So that's the number one distraction we have to make is don't pay attention to everybody's comments. Everybody's got something to say about something, but unless they are qualified and have the credentials in it, I'm not going to pay a whole bunch of attention to that because it becomes a distraction when I'm sitting and watch CNN and someone who's a quote unquote political analysis is talking about something that they're really not qualified to do. They got all these comments about it, but they're really not qualified to do. So that's number one. Number two is questioning your dream or blueprint. This is a big one. This is one of the reasons why you don't tell people all of your dreams and all of your goals. Because inevitably, somebody's going to come along with, well, why do you want to do that? Well, aren't you too old to be trying to do that? Aren't you too young to try to be doing that? Aren't you too black to be trying to do that? Aren't you too white to be trying to do that? Right. That's not something a man should be doing. That's not something a woman should be doing. Well, how are you going to do that? Where are you going to get the money? And it goes on and on to you want to just tell them to shut to the up because I've had it. Right. Because all of a sudden now I'm distracted by my own thoughts. Now, maybe maybe the person's right. Maybe I am ahead. Maybe I need to slow down. Maybe I'm going too fast. Right. I, ha- I was in a groove. I was in a zone until they came along with their questions. So be careful letting people just come in and jump into your business and start asking questions. That becomes a distraction to the plan. I hate when people join in on a conversation too late. They got a comment and they start questioning and you weren't there. We're two thirds away through the meeting. and Now you jumped in a third away and now we're distracted by what you're asking. Get out. Don't need that at this point. We're, we're halfway home. You're late to the party. So sometimes it's not being rude. But you have to establish those boundaries and say, you know what? I appreciate your comment. I appreciate the questions. Uh, but I think I got this. I've already dis- decided on what I'm doing. I put a lot of time into this. And uh, if it changes, I'll get back with you. Right. Not saying you got to be mean to people, but sometimes you got to step people back and call them to stand down and get out your business. Number three is haters are going to hate. Taylor Swift wrote the song in 2014. Shake it off. Cause everybody has haters. If you got a dream, if you look good, if you're strong, you got money, you got wealth, you got opportunity. You just get up in the morning. You got haters, you got haters and haters can become a distraction to your day, to your week, to your month and to your year. Haters hate. That's what they do. So you have to learn. How do I manage my haters? Well, first of all, Don't let them distract you. Don't let them distract you. Don't spend too much time listening to your haters. Listen to people that don't believe in what you're doing, that don't support you. Right? I got almost 4,000 followers on Facebook and I got people that I've known for 15 years that won't like anything on my Facebook page, no matter what it is. Now, do you think that person's a friend? You think that person is supporting me in any kind of way when they don't like anything on my Facebook, my Instagram, my LinkedIn, my Twitter? They don't follow the show and yet they're calling themselves sort of they know me and a friend. Not a friend. They're the next category. Number four is frenemies. Frenemies are a distraction because frenemies pretend like they're a friend, but really they are an enemy. They pretend like they're friends so they can get close to you and see what you're doing. And then as soon as you leave the room, they are slicing you up like sashimi, baby. They're going behind your back, just cutting you up. And you don't even realize you feel the knife stab. You don't even know where it came from. It's a frenemy. Frenemy. The movie The Godfather, one of my favorite movies, he says, keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer. And the frenemies, you need to keep them right. Next to you, so you can know. And you should be able to determine who the frenemies. Because they are the people that's going to comment on everything, question everything, undermine everything, pretend like they're supporting you. You know, Hollywood stars and, and rappers and athletes, they have these people that have been with them from the hood and they've grown up with them. But these people have a silent dislike for them. They have a silent hate for them because LeBron now has won his fourth championship and all of a sudden he is at a level this guy's not going to get to. So he pretends like he's a friend because he needs to run around and be in the know. Look, I spend a lot of time around athletes, so I, I get it. I see it. And you always see the guy in the corner looking up, but he's with the famous guy, but he's not really talking much. And you can see the hate. You can see the dislike of the attention and the autograph signing and all of the, you know, the, the, the focus that this individual is getting. It's a friend of me that person needs to be aware of that individual that they have running around. I've had them and 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 it just, you know, it breaks my heart quite frankly because it's usually people that I like and trust and I let them on the inside and they absolutely burn you. If you haven't had a friend of me, just wait, you'll get one. And they are the most confusing of all because you just don't know Where they are. So number one, you got people always comment. That's a distraction. Number two is questioning your dreams and blueprint can be a distraction. Haters, of course, they're going to be a distraction. Frenemies. And then last is people who want to manipulate or control the outcome of a situation. That's back to our backseat DJs, backseat drivers, It's because they want to control. They actually want to be the driver, but they're not driving. So you have people that want to drive your plan and your business, but they're not driving. They're not putting the money up. They're not putting the time up. They're not putting the talent up, but they want to tell you how to do it. All right. So they're trying to be in control of how you are doing your deal, how you work in your land, how you run in your journey. They're trying to tell you what to do. They're a distraction because if I start to listen to them too much and I'm trying to follow what they're saying, I'm trying to follow their recipe on how to make the cake, it's probably not going to turn out right. And People who like to control get angry with you when they can't control. And then that's why they expose who they really are. So you have to look out for those kind of people. You got to move them to the back of it. So that gives you kind of a sense today about distractions. And as always, hope you get one thought out of it. Uh, Next week, we'll pick up on... Part two of distractions, things and places that also can be distraction too. But I'm hoping that that gives you an insight today and help you find the one thing that maybe this week helps you deal with something that's pulling you in multiple directions that you just raise your hand and say, stop, pull the car over. I'm the DJ. You're the backseat driver. Hey, thanks for joining us for another edition of Lewis Howard Live. You can hear us 24-7, and uh, we're on Apple, iTunes, platform, blog talk. I mean, I run on SoundCloud. We're all over. If you Google Lewis Howard Live, you come up with the programs. And like I said, we're going to be launching a new version, relaunching, putting it up bigger and better than it's ever been. So stay tuned. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it. Care it. Send it. Email it. Text it and let them have an insight to helping them become the best version of themselves. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you on another edition of Lewis Howard Live.